1: Are you a startup or a business owner looking to collaborate with industry-leading influencers on social media? Then sign up at accessmynetwork.com and start your brand awareness campaigns or lead gen campaigns on our platform. Again, it's accessmynetwork.com.
0: What if it did work?
1: Well, hello, hello. What do we have here? Another day, another episode, another Wednesday. My favorite podcast, yes, I'm being biased. what if it did work? I have a guest with me at, that I'm honored to have because she literally had me on a webinar so thank you, thank you Michelle Margaret Marquez. I said that right, right
2: yeah, just about
1: oh well you, you see for 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 hispanics latins it's how, how do you pronounce your last name then
2: yeah marguerite Marquez.
1: Well, you see, uh, on the, you got
2: the Marquez oh, bit right.
1: Oh, well, yeah, but I'm from the United States. That's how we pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay.
2: I won't hate you.
1: That, that, that's okay. You know, Americans are always right, or so they say. So
2: That's what you guys like to think. Let's not get into that now.
1: No, 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 definitely not. <laughs> well, well, Welcome. Thank you for being on my show. It means a lot.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm really pleased to be here. So I, I got to
1: ask you about, okay, so everybody that missed out, you had a four day, right? Because I, I almost ran out of fingers and toes Yeah. for the for your webinar, the Mind Mastery Summit. What made you want to do something in such a big scale? Did, did, did you have previous experience in doing stuff? Stuff like this. No
2: previous experience at all, Omar. Oh my gosh! Like when I set out to do Mindset Mastery Summit, I had never done anything um, like that on that scale. That many people, that many days, <laughs> that many moving parts. Uh, really? Why did I want to do it? I that people need help with moving their lives forward right now more than ever, right?
1: Well, to me, it's it's we we've, we've all needed to change right now. I mean, it just seems more now with, you know, things are changing or the Corona or, but there's always been there's always been a reason for all of us to to find and need the greater change. Yeah,
2: absolutely true.
1: So do you see yourself, I know you have one coming in October, but it's just the same thing repurposed, correct? Or is it?
2: Well, there will be a lot of the same speakers. You are one of them, uh, but there will be some other speakers. There will be some surprises on there as well, some special guests. And, you know, I'll be mixing it up a little bit as well. Now,
1: is your ultimate plan to have one like the the, the Barbados English version of, of like 10X or like an Anthony Robbins seminar, like a live seminar that everybody yeah. will attend?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's the ultimate plan. So the, the virtual summit will still continue twice every year. And then eventually we will get to in-person events as well.
1: Congratulations. I see a lot of, because, you know, I, I cyberstalk and I look through all your stuff. It says here that your next venture is a TV channel. Is that correct? Yes.
2: Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. We let the cat out of the bag just a few days ago. So well done, you for noticing.
1: I, I noticed because uh, in the previous life I was a journalist. So it's called looking and investigating. So what <laughs> what, what type of TV channel is this going to be?
2: So the TV channel is called My Mindset, and it is predominantly based on mindset talks. Uh, you know, experts, personal development. Fully, fully focused on those aspects.
1: So being a capitalist, it's all about monetization. How do you plan on monetizing this? Through ads or through a little bit of ad and a a little bit of subscription-based?
2: There's no plans at the moment to do a subscription-based, but that that may come down the line. Primarily, it'll be through ads and through promoting my own services
1: as well. So this this is all about personal development as well as business development. You're, you're not going to have any reality shows.
2: Mm, mm, no <laughs>
1: so, so, so So no Kardashians, no nothing on the royal royal family, no downtown no. Abbey, nothing like that. No
2: unless any of them become mindset experts anytime soon I, I can't see it happening. <laughs>
1: Hey, we, 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 you never know. Even, even, even the queen at, she's what, 90, I think. 94,
2: 96, something like that.
1: Did you know Americans are just obsessed with the royal family as, as England is?
2: America's probably more obsessed.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You would have never thought that, you would have thought that we were still the colonists the way, I mean, I remember as a little kid, Everybody was glued on to see the the wedding, the end all weddings, Prince Charles yeah. and Lady Di, and, yeah. and they lived happily ever after. So congratulations to them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, oh, that was some wedding for sure.
1: So wh- when when does the the channel like kick off, or when when when's the the end date to start, and all that.
2: It kicks off on the 30th of May, Omar. Thank you for asking me that.
1: Of course, of course. Um, So you're not going to tell us how how we can get on this
2: channel? (laughs) I'm so bad at this, like, self-promotion part of, um, of things. Of course, you can find it on Roku and Amazon Fire under my mindset. Um, and you can on Roku add it to your list of channels on An- Amazon Fire. You can subscribe.
1: Now, when did you realize that you wanted to have your own TV channel? Was it because you you saw what was out there currently?
2: You know, it it was. We always say things like this is a coincidence. It wasn't something in my plan. Um, after the summit launched and that became a huge success, a huge launch. I was actually contacted by an associate in the UK and offered me the chance to buy the license for the channel. And I just was like, oh my gosh, why is this coming up now? You know, I never had this in my plan. So I actually thought about it and I thought, why not? I want to reach millions of people. I want to help people change their mindset, change their lives. And what better way than a massive platform with over 110 million subscribers to actually access more people? But
1: not only that, you expanded your vision. You yeah. said, why can't I not? A lot of people be like, well, I can't do that. Who am I? You opened your mind. You thought bigger. You dreamt bigger. Yeah. You're you're actually answering something, a need for a lot of people, yeah, sure, we can find content on YouTube and we can find it on social media, but at the end of the day, an actual channel that's one hundred percent for those that want to grow. Because to me, you're either dying or you're growing. There, yeah, nothing is static. So you decided, hey, let's have a channel for those that see the bigger picture those that want to thrive, those that want to succeed. Hey, I take my hat off to you. And for sure, May May 30th, I'll I'll be watching definitely this new channel coming up.
2: Thank you so much. Well, it's just like you said, Omar, I set the intention. um, If anyone saw any of Mindset Mastery Summit or they saw any of the interviews that we all did, I set an intention at the beginning of the year to reach at least 1 million people with Mindset Mastery. And of course, then, you know, launched the summit, had huge success, and then was contacted by this person to take the channel with 110 million subscribers. I mean, I set the intention. So having set the intention, I, could, I couldn't I could really make that intention smaller again, right? Because that would not be going in the right direction.
1: <laughs> well, what, what people lack is clarity. They have no intentions. So clearly, if you don't know what you want, the universe will never give you what you want because you don't even know what you want. Once it it might seem huge, it might be mountains, it might seem like Don Quixote chasing windmills. But as soon as you have that thought, that idea, as long as you actually do the work, which a lot of people hate because it's a four letter word, (laughs) they don't understand intentions are good. That means you have clarity. But once you have that, you have to set your mind, you have to set your thoughts, you have to say, what am I going to give up right now? Because you have to give up time, you have to give up energy, mm-hmm. you have to give up resources to make this dream a reality. And yeah. you did that, you're you're actually saying, why not, because I'm going to show you I can.
2: Yes, thank you.
1: Now, like I said, I, I look at all your stuff. I, what one of the quotes I love, and it's on your page, is I help you become who you need to be. Now now tell me, how how do you do that?
2: Well, first of all, you have to accept the dark and the light. You know, you have to you have to look back and plot where you came from, plot the patterns, see where your strengths lie, and then you use that to plot your path forward and you really use any of those dots, any of those patterns to really step into who you were born to be. We were all born with a B-ism, Omar. Every single person on this planet was born with a B-ism. Somewhere along the line, we lose parts of that. And it's about getting back in touch with that again, things that you loved when you were younger, things that have brought you to where you are, and then figuring out, as you said, your intentions and where you want to go. The more you can step into who you need to be in order to create what you want, the more you can create what you want.
1: I agree 100 percent. If I was born in God's image, he wanted me to be great. He wanted he didn't want me to struggle. What happens, though, is a lot of times the gifts that were placed in us, they remain dormant. Because either friends, family, society said, hey, that's not for you. You can't do it. You're you're not supposed to be successful. You're not supposed to be wealthy. And people get beat down. And to me, when somebody can't sleep at night, it's because it's your restless soul. It's that voice inside your head saying, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be. You and I and everybody, we were meant for so much more in our lives, but You have to let go of the past in order to become who you're always meant to be.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You can't fix the past. You can't go back and rewrite it. The only thing you can do is look at the lessons, take the strengths, take, you know, all the feedback and then plot your story moving forward. That's the only thing you can do. Rewrite it. And there comes a point in time when that pain, as you say, that restlessness certainly was for me. And I don't know if you can speak to this as well, but that pain of not stepping into that bigger reality, that thing that was bigger than me, that I knew was bigger than me, became more painful than actually stepping into it.
1: Oh, yeah. I I couldn't sleep at night. And I felt like the reason why was because I needed to do more. I needed to succeed more. I needed to write a book. I needed, yeah. to, but it, it wasn't money and it wasn't things. It wasn't until I realized that my purpose was to help people and help people yeah. find the greatness in them or help people get off the sidelines. So, but, you know, we all have to let go of the past. And that that's so hard because, I mean, I'm sure you've had people friends and people that you know or just acquaintances and they still have that story. They still play victim and they still want to talk about something that happened even like 30, 40 yeah. years ago.
2: Yeah, it's like a rerun, you know, it's it's a rerun of all those lovely Kardashian programs and stuff like that. They buy into the story and they hold so tight. Like people will fight for their limitations so hard. <laughs> It's it's for me sometimes quite unbelievable, actually, although that's a word we should never use. Unbelievable. (laughs) But, um, you know, I, I see it happening time and time and time again. And sure, I had it in my life. I mean, if you know anything about my background, my my story, you'll know that my entire family, every single one of my friends where I grew up, you know, were telling me this is crazy. You come from a small town in Scotland, you, you, you can't do any of this crazy stuff that you're talking about. People that come from where we come from don't do that. You know, they go and get a job. They go and just settle down. They go and just have a family and, and have a mediocre life. Of course, no one ever called it a mediocre life, right? And unfortunately, that's what most of them are still doing still working in the same job still living in the same house still living just down the street from where we grew up right still living that that bought into reality and that i that just was never for me omar
1: do you ever go back to visit where you grew up
2: no no i don't
1: do you have contact with any of the any of your friends that you grew up with very
2: few very very few Yeah, the ones that I do have contact with are the ones that are, you know, will make the comments, oh, you're soaring, you're doing like what you always said you were going to do, you're living the life, you're now living in Barbados, you're now living the way you always said that you wanted to live. And they're seeing that I have, in fact, made these things a reality in my life. And some of them are now coming to me and saying, wow, I wish I'd, I'd, you know, had some of your courage. I wish I'd kind of followed some of your steps.
1: But it's never too late. They never ask no, you it's for never too advice late. or help. like
2: They ask me for advice all the time. They just don't want to pay for it.
1: <laughs> well, it, it, it's also because it's it's much harder when people you grew up with because they still see you as who you are. I, I want yeah. to... My high school reunion, and you know, they don't see when, when you grow up with people, it's like not like anybody I, I grew up with wants to be coached by me because they see me as a guy that they drank beer with and they hung yeah. out with. And you know, I I still don't see my childhood friends as like 49 years old. I, I still see them the same, same way, the same light. And it, it's always very invasive, anyways, to say. You need this, or you need to do that because nobody needs to do anything. Nobody needs coaching. Everybody's fine just the way they are. In fact, you know, people will not change until the pain of staying here, staying the same. And it's like this drowning feeling, and this pain becomes so unbearable. That's when somebody's like, hey, you know what? Enough is enough. Yeah. I'm willing to try something else. But if somebody's comfortable, it's like Pink Floyd, they're comfortably numb. They don't, it's like, okay, hey, it's fine. It is what it is. And they'll lie to themselves. And they'll, they'll they might say something, well, you know what, I'm doing so much better than somebody in Africa or somebody in Ethiopia or somebody in mm-hmm. Afghanistan. And then you laugh. Oh, I laugh because it's like, why do you have such a low barrier? You know, yeah. compare yourself to the person that you're supposed to be. Because I think when you yeah. die, god saint peter whatever you believe is like hey this is ultimately who you should have been and this is who you became sorry well
2: it's like that it's like that um you know um that exercise that we i I think you probably know about it but i do it with my clients if you reached heaven and you had a conversation with God and he asked you, have you put 100% that you possibly could have into your life? Would you be proud of what you have to tell him? You know, would you be comfortable saying, yeah, actually, I maybe didn't hit 100, but I'm sure I hit 80. And he turns around and tells you, actually, you only did 20.
1: Oh, How everybody,
2: happy would you be I, I, with that?
1: <laughs> I, I agree with that 100%. I, I, and that's why the, the pain when they see when people see somebody super successful, whether a billionaire or somebody that's well known, it, it hits them here because deep down inside, they quit on their dream. They quit on their yeah. life. And especially when it's somebody that they know that became I, I know a lot of people that you grew up with. They're like, oh, I, I can't believe her. I can't stand her. But yeah. it's not that they can't stand you. It's they can't stand the reflection in the mirror. What's
2: looking back at them, right? <laughs> exactly. That that's the saboteur, right? The saboteur, the victim type mentality mm-hmm. never allows you to dream bigger than just a teeny bit outside your comfort zone.
1: Oh, and then 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 they'll lie to themselves. They'll be like, Yeah, well, they'll they'll create a story. They'll be like, Well, Michelle had she was lucky. She had this, or yeah. she, she came across money or she, she came across a fairy godfather. You know, they, it, it's any story to try to justify. Yeah,
2: absolutely. She had some help that I don't have access it, to. Exactly. Right?
1: Well, while I my don't have the resources. even though you guys literally all grew up in the same town yeah. with the same circumstances, being in a working class town, there, there's those that, that will create this story that you had it much easier than them yeah I, if yeah. Michelle didn't have the heartache that I had yeah she had the parents that I had you yeah. know it's always you know it's she's always had
2: a bigger personality than me she's always been more outgoing than me she's maybe, always been maybe yeah. it was her
1: horoscope maybe her horoscope yeah for <laughs> that day I, I, unlike mine I, I was born on the wrong r- wrong day in the wrong month <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. Every excuse. And again, that's the saboteur, right? That's the victim mentality that unfortunately so many people continue to live in.
1: Well, they they live in it. And it's funny because p- pain will create change. Motivation and inspiration rarely does. Or it, it might get you to start. But then that little voice inside your head goes, ah, this isn't working you know they yeah. want it right now they want the the success from like two days worth of work yeah. and they'll quit and they're like yeah that mo- i knew that motivation stuff doesn't work that inspiration stuff oh, yeah that that tony robbins he's he's a fake he just wanted me to walk on calls or he wanted me to say cool moss. I, I knew it all all the time this is for other people this isn't for me
2: i guess you've been walked on coals. Ho- oh, oh
1: i i'd I, I respect, I love the man. I, I met him. Yeah. Uh, the last time I met him, I, I, I took a picture with him and I almost cried and I, I, I thanked him. Uh, and now a guy like that will take zero credit because, yeah, like, what I tell people, does my book work? No, you do the work. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I met him on my kid because there's two types of people in business development, personal development those that, that say Tony Robbins is an amazing guy. And two, those that that are jealous, yeah, and say, "Oh, his stuff doesn't work." And, and yeah. I hear it all the time. I, he's I hear so it, oh, outdated
2: boy. now. He's yes. too rah-rah, and he's too this, and he's too whatever. Again, they don't have the capacity to do the oh, work. Well, because
1: the reason why he works is because it's fake. While my stuff, who's very small, and you know, I I don't I can't sell out an arena. And I don't have Princess Di and, and Bill Clinton and all these you know famous people as my clients and billionaires paying me a million dollars is because that's fake, that's fantasy. What I have is real, and it's funny because I've I've heard it like from so many people. It used to upset me because I would def- defend defend the man. I'm like, what are you talking about? Because you know, to me, the Mount Rushmore is like Anthony Robbins, Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, you got, you got guys that you know. When they're long gone there, I mean Zig Ziglar's long gone and Jim Rohn and people are still buying the yeah. stuff because it yeah. works. Stephen
2: Colby, all Steven, of these yeah, exactly but you'll all of hear these people. amazing
1: people. You'll, you'll hear people. I, I had um a guy, well, he's on in a future episode, but like off off camera, he wanted me to say, He's like, you know, all, all that stuff doesn't work. I'm like have you seen the results? Have you seen the <laughs> amount of books? Have you seen the, the positive change that these people have created? But, you know. Yeah, like- but there's a,
2: missing, there's a missing piece to that. You said it just a short while ago. It's not that stuff that, wor- that works. You have to put the work in and implement it. You can't go and sit at a Tony Robbins again. And I've been, I've walked on calls, cool moss, cool moss, cool moss, right? I've done it twice, actually, once in London and once in Las Vegas. When you're sitting in the front row and Tony Robbins' this huge big man is, is you know, looking you dead in the eye and screaming at you, is it powerful? Yeah, absolutely. But you got to leave there with a plan for Monday morning and you've got to implement this. Well, wh- what
1: happens is you're in an environment and this isn't. It doesn't matter if it's Brandon Burchard. It doesn't matter if it's your future one. When you're in an environment, whether it's an arena or a room full of people that see the possibilities, see growth, people that won't knock that knock you down, that won't knock your dreams, yeah. that yeah. that want to build you up. That's the yeah. difference. You're yeah. you're, in a, you're in a controlled environment. When you leave, and your your parents or your friends are like ah. You did what? <laughs> you did what for
2: the whole weekend? Are you oh stupid? Exactly. You could have been partying exactly. at the barbecue. You know, you could have been exactly. down on the beach.
1: Exactly. You missed the football game. You, we yeah. could have been drinking beer. Oh, my gosh. You're so. And, Why do and, you
2: go to so many of these motivational exactly. sites? You know?
1: and, and, and and you want to create your own business or, or you want to write a book or you want to do. Oh, that's come on. Come on, that's not for you. And, and then that's yeah. what happens is yeah. that that little voice that we all have inside. That's when they're like, oh yeah, this doesn't work because you get beaten down because you're not in you, a, you you're not in that same safe environment that when you you talk you tell a stranger, yes, I, I this is it. I want to write this book. I want to open up this business. Yeah. That person sitting right next to you has big dreams, big goals.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, and they, they high five you and yes. they hug you and they grab you, and everyone jumps up and down together. And it's, it, it is but,
1: very powerful. You know what? You said the most important thing. You said your the town that you grew up in would knock you. Your biggest supporters have always been outside of your circle, usually strangers. Yeah. Strangers, people that you, you say, these are my, my friends that I grew up with. This is my flesh. This is my blood. These people will have my back. They will have mm. my corner and it's the exact opposite. And that's why Doesn't a happen. lot of people quit dreaming. A lot of yeah. people quit is because they don't see that, that they quit that you're in a circle that you grew up with, they quit dreaming. If they ever dreamed, your biggest supporter is out there that you zero DNA from a different town of you, yeah, that didn't grow up with you.
2: Yeah, sadly, in my experience, and in every single client's experience I've ever worked with, or most experts I've ever spoken to, it was my closest people that were the harshest critics the ones that beat down the most right but you know guess what that still makes you who you are today if you choose to use that for fuel which is what oh. I did oh I, you I, know I, when I wrote my I, first book Omar my family were the ones that actually came out swinging you know they bashed me all over social media how dare you share this story? You just want attention. You're just wanting to share this to make yourself look X, Y, Z and whatever else. And, um, you know, you you have to get a very thick skin and you, you have to stay in that positive mindset of moving forward. This is who I'm stepping into. This is the energy. And sometimes people around you they they can't vibe with where you're at now. Mm-hmm. You know, and they have to try and crush that because they did never had the capacity or the courage to go after what they wanted.
1: Oh, exactly. And, and it's sad. Oh, oh trust me, I, I use it as fuel. I, I've I've heard from since a little kid though, what I can't do. I can't yeah. do that. I can't graduate college. It'll be a cold day in hell. My mom's never read my book. My mom's never heard a podcast. My, my mom's never heard a speech that I've given. And that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. Can, my mom still calls the man Tony Roberts. So so clearly, <laughs> you know, if, if Tony Roberts.
2: Little Tony Roberts. Yes, what an amazing if, guy.
1: <laughs> if, if Tony Roberts can't con- convince my mom that that change is possible. But my mom to this day will tell me, people don't change. It, it, it is what it is. We're a product of our own environment. It, it's like, shit, mom, why don't I just write a book on what not to say to somebody or what not to do?
2: <laughs> but that's unfortunately the mentality, the mindset that, that a lot of people buy into, isn't it, Omar?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's why like, you know, a strain. Oh, I heard, you know, your, your best friend or, or, or or you you wrote the book in a in an ex's house that or apartment that she didn't believe in you or your mommy and i'm like it and I, that that just motivates me it still
2: I, made it happen and that's it, it, me you and i are very like watch me that's me it, it, watch exactly this it's script.
1: like okay so my mommy didn't but mommy did buy my book. So people, plenty of people bought the book just to buy it and yeah. they haven't read it or implemented yeah. it. At least yeah. she saved the time by just buying it. But did she read it? No. Is she going to watch a podcast or, or, or watch a webinar? No, but you know what? There's plenty of people out there that do believe in me. There's plenty of people out there and that's why I do it.
2: And that's the best laugh of all. Most of the people from my family and people that I knew growing up who bashed me when I put the first book out, they didn't even buy it or read it. <laughs> they just simply didn't like the fact that it was out there. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: But I had done it, right?
1: Oh, well, my, my mom too, because I, the, the only thing that she could get back at me on was that I got like the the amount of years wrong. Instead of like 32, it was 34 years of working in corporate America or vice versa. <laughs> But you know it, it, that it, it nullified everything else in the book, and, and I was like, "Mom, I, I could have gone even deeper. I I, I was just mm-hmm. on surface, but you know, you, mm-hmm. you did the best that you could, and I, I've done my work. But you know, it, it, what, what do you want me to say? Because her friends were were like, because I spoke about my past, it was my experiences. Yes, I, you know." And at at the end of the day, like like what you said, we're like-minded people. For many years, all all I wanted was my mom to say, good job, or I'm proud of you. I I got the degree, never said it. I got my master's degree, never said it. I I, I opened up store after store, never said it. Wrote the book. It was almost completely done. She never said it. She finally said it because I sent her an entrepreneur magazine saying it was like a good book to read. I guess it was a slow news day for her. And she said, I'm proud of you. And it was like, you didn't say you are proud of me for any anything else? Not the two yeah. granddaughters I gave you? Wow, thank you. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Very similar story. All of the achievements, all of the achievements. And we do want our family to say, oh, I'm proud of you. You know, my uncle called me up one day Closest uncle to me growing up, we're 10 years apart. And he said, Oh, I saw an interview of yours on Sky TV. Sky TV is, of course, based in the UK. And he said, You know, I I, I invited all my friends around. We all got drinks and food and everything. We put it on the big 50 inch screen or whatever else and all watched your interview. And I was so proud of you, I I cried. And I, I said to him, Well, that's really nice, you know. Like, But it's a long, long, long time gone since I needed any approval or validation or any any you know pride from anyone, which is quite sad. um, Because out of anyone, he would have been the one. (laughs) I mean, my mum died when I was younger, so, and I know she was always really proud of me. But yeah, that validation is is an internal thing now, very, very much an internal thing.
1: So growing up, you you knew you. Scotland wasn't for you? You needed to get out of Scotland?
2: My mother always told me. My mother was constant. Just because you were born here doesn't mean that this is where you, you're meant to be. You're meant for bigger things. So two very stark contrasts in my life. My father was is still very negative. Um, And my mother was always, you were meant for bigger things. You can do whatever you put your mind to. Just because you were born here, you weren't meant to be here. You know, you're meant to go off. There's a big world out there. You're meant to do these things. And unfortunately, my mom died when I was 18, before I turned 19. But I have to say, the short amount of time that I had my mother absolutely 100% believing in me and pushing that narrative all the way... I got pregnant with my first son at 16. thought my mother was going to kill me, right? Remember the conversation. And she sat there and she said, okay, I'm disappointed, but I'm going to support you 100%. I was due to go to college just a couple of months after this for business studies. She said to me, you're going to call the college tomorrow. You're going to defer for one year. You're going to have this baby. And then you're going to college (laughs) And let me tell you something that's exactly what happens.
1: <laughs> well that's that's a determined woman. you yes. know she had that initial oh shit. And then yeah. she uh, she did the work on herself because most people most people would have gone to panic mode to you screwed up your life. this is it. yeah, this is over. She had that initial oh. reaction.
2: Yeah, I mean my mother was like, just because this has happened doesn't mean it changes anything. It just alters the path. I will never forget that conversation but my entire right. life. She yeah. Right. Yeah. She's like, it will slow things down. It will make it more difficult. And it will, but you know, it doesn't, it doesn't change anything. It doesn't change the ultimate end goal. And that's how I live my life today. From that well, one those, conversation.
1: Yeah, that wise words, because you you live your life like that most people when they they get that conversation from their daughter it 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 quickly escalates to you ruined your life you know sorry to tell um, you uh your your, your life is going to be terrible you know it it's like yeah,
2: yeah it, you ruined all it's all over
1: it, it's all Might over well you'll never be able out. to go college you'll never be able yeah. to find success hopefully it was all worth it etc cetera, et cetera. and
2: my mom looked after my son while i went to college and she would say to me if your friends are going out after college you don't have to come home you don't have to worry about your son you don't you go off and and live she she gave birth to me when she was 17 so she wanted me to have a different experience from from her
1: so your mother died young then?
2: Yeah, my mom was 37 she died of a heart attack.
1: I'm sorry to hear that. Is,
2: is your father still in the same town? My father's. My father lives in a different town now but pretty much still lives the same, same life. Yeah.
1: Do you guys talk or do you have a relationship? No,
2: we have no relationship. I have no bad feelings towards him. I'm like you. I accept that he did the best that he could with what he had. But he for for me I made a personal decision that I don't want that relationship you know I have no ill feelings I have no issue but I just don't put energy into the relationship he's on my Facebook page he likes all my business stuff and he puts his comments and he does you know whatever and that's all good but I I choose my you know my part of the relationship
1: no, I, I hear you. My my ex-wife always told me I had this skewed Hollywood version of father son because my mom and dad divorced before I was born, never met the man uh, in person, spoken to him a couple of times. And I always had that, you know, like going to Las Vegas and seeing a, a father and son. And, and she's like, how do you know you, you would have even had a great relationship with the man? Or being an only child, she's an only child, too. And I was like, man, if I had all these brothers and sisters and she's like, how would you know, you know, <laughs> you, you don't know. You just watch so no. many movies and, and and feel, you know, you gravitate towards that. You know, you, you're, you and your father would have had this immense relationship. But you you see you're a perfect example, it doesn't you know that's just all.
2: No, my father would make comments to me and tell me that I think I'm better than what I am. I forget where I come from. I'm a snob, and to those of you who don't know a snob is in the UK we we you know perceive that to be someone that's stuck up
1: that's up themselves well, that's, right that's, that's universal. that's what it means right here.
2: So you, you know, and all these comments like, oh, you know, you you're on your pedestal, and you just think you're all great. Meanwhile, I was always the one that they all ran to for some money or for some support or for some, you know.
1: <laughs> but the thing is, and, and it's not just him; it, it's just that's that feeling that you get that we spoke about earlier. That how how can you dare dream? How can you actually work yeah. towards what you want while yeah. the rest of us didn't have the courage, we didn't have the faith yeah. to do that.
2: Yeah, the rest so that, of that's us are suffering. His
1: insecurity, and you're
2: living this life. I mean, even now, the very last conversation I had with my father, you know, oh, you've abandoned your sons, you've gone off and you're sunning yourself in Barbados, and you have this amazing life. My sons are adults. I don't know how you abandon street adults, (laughs) number one. (laughs) So your sons live in Scotland? My sons, I have one son that still lives in Scotland and two of them live in England. Yeah, they're all adults.
1: But they're adults?
2: Yeah, my eldest son will be 32 in August. So I don't look old enough.
1: How how did you abandon how did you abandon
2: them? (laughs) Exactly. My eldest son's been living out of the house since he was 18 years of age. In fact, they all have, they all left to go to college. They all left to to live their own life. And while I was still in the UK, I maybe saw them twice a year, you know, because that's what we bring kids up to do. Go live their lives, right? Be
1: self-sufficient adults. Yeah.
2: And when I spoke to my sons and I said, you know what, I'm going to leave the UK. They've known I've been visiting Barbados for 18 plus years. You know, I want to go and move. I've always had this dream to live here. And my sons all supported me completely. They said, yeah, mom, you go live your life. Have your time. It's your time now, you know, go do what you need to do. Well,
1: what the way I see it is, you're doing, you're you're living your life now that you didn't. You, you know, when people have their children young, you you either like I had my children, or we my my ex wife and I in our thirties. So now, yeah, they're still sixteen and fourteen, but yeah. we enjoyed ourselves. It's either then or yeah. now. Right, that's yeah. So for him to say that you went through what most people don't go through when they have their children, yeah. So
2: yeah, I raised my sons for thirteen years by myself. Thirteen years, I raised all three boys by myself.
1: Yeah, like, exactly. And I still
2: went to university. I still studied law. I still started my business. I've had a business like ever since I left college.
1: Now, here's my question to you. Barbados, was that, did you ever visit? And then that's what, what you decided? Or as a little girl, you, you saw postcards or a movie or Barbados?
2: No, I, I've been visiting Barbados, as I, I said a, a minute ago, for 18 years, over 18 years now. I have friends out here that I've had that whole entire time. You know, I've won my best friend here in Barbados. I actually call him my brother. Um, and he, it's, it's really funny because he's very dark skinned and of course I'm not. And whenever we go anywhere, he will introduce me to people. This is my sister. And people are like, huh, really? (laughs) I have other friends that I've known here for like 15 years, 16 years, 17 years. You know, I probably have more of what I consider a family here in Barbados than I ever did in the UK
1: wow but you know that's life yeah you, you you get to choose yeah especially people i hate to hear this but the more successful you get you either they grow with you these people or they stay behind it, it's just yeah. a fact of life yeah it doesn't will smith says your if you're
2: if you're not beside me on the, if you're not behind me on the way up, you can't stand beside me at the top. Right. That's. Well,
1: they can't relate because they didn't do the work. Yeah. They didn't put in the time, that yeah. effort, the sacrifices. So I clearly, a lot of them, even if they could be next to you, they big, like, Oh, you know, she's so lucky. This is what happens or, or that scarcity mindset. Yeah. I wonder who, I wonder who Michelle had to hurt to get this yeah. successful. Who, you know, did that, she screw, there's limited who did she screw of,
2: over? Yeah. Who did she screw over to get to where I, she is? That, that's
1: well? universal. That's all over. Yeah. I, yeah. For a while, I, I just thought it was in the United States. But that's that scarcity mindset all over the world. That Everywhere. People, that there's only a, a finite amount of money, finite amount of wealth, yeah. and everybody has to go into it. And whenever a billionaire, that's why they hate billionaires, is because, yeah. quote, unquote, they took away from so many other people and they were greedy because they took all of that. They didn't earn it. They, they stole it. They took it. They hurt other people. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Well, let's face it. Billionaires have a complete different mindset to money. Number one, right? Because that's what you say. Consumers are consumers. We live, most people live to their means beyond their means, even billionaires millionaires people with a wealth mindset live way below their means and they invest
1: oh you know you you see all those memes where it has
2: a different way of doing things
1: like like warren buffett dresses like you you would have never think that he's one of the richest men in the world and bill gates and mark zuckerberg and and steve jobs always wore the same thing and all these yeah they, they don't see it as well, I earned, now I can go, I earned this Louis belt. I, I learned this, I earned this Prada purse. I, I need to have this to show that I am somebody. Because- a, I'm a,
2: somebody. Yes,
1: a billionaire. Warren Buffett can can wear whatever the hell he wants. He knows yeah. he's a book. He knows- he, he,
2: Exactly. He doesn't, he doesn't need to he, prove it to anyone. Yes,
1: yes. It's, it's not like, they're they're like, oh my gosh, I- I, I, I better wear the right suits and I, I better have the right Rolex on or else people won't know my accomplishments. Won't
2: believe, yeah. <laughs> won't believe I'm a billionaire, right? Exactly. And that's the other thing. People are going broke trying to look aren't at Omar instead of actually working really hard and just but
1: going, going broke to try to impress people that deep down inside they hate. Yeah. Or, or so that they can, go, it, right? they, they can go out in public. So they can go on Facebook and Instagram and say, look what I charged. It's like, okay, yeah. well, anybody yeah. can have a, a, a credit card and charge. I it's it's funny. I I don't I mean I I follow billionaires just for their content. But they, they never are posting, hey, I'm here up in the helicopter. Look
2: at me. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> I,
2: have you well, most noticed of them, them don't, right?
1: Yeah, their, their yeah
2: exactly. Most content, of them don't.
1: It's content. They, they don't need yeah. to say, oh, here, I, I'm in my private jet. Where? Yeah. It's, they don't care i get comments
2: yeah i get comments with me living in barbados people say to me oh gosh you must have such a lavish lifestyle you must be hanging out with all the celebrities that come to barbados couldn't be less important to me (laughs) to hang out with celebrities right and be lavish i have a very simple life but guess what I really bloody enjoy my life. That's the difference.
1: But that but that's the difference is you do it because you enjoy it. A lot yeah. of people buy or spend instead of spending on something that invest in a program in themselves or even in a business or something they'll invest in things to that really don't make them happy. It's just I need yeah. to look apart.
2: I take a blanket, a backpack, a picnic. And go on a hike up the beautiful hills, you know, with amazing views and take my 10-year-old daughter and sit down and have a picnic and chat and laugh and actually spend quality time together. Or we'll go kayaking or we'll go, you know, to the beach for the day or lunch something. Very, very simple things. But it's things that I absolutely adore. And that's the difference.
1: That's the, that's the definition of, to me, is success is you're doing what you enjoy doing. Yeah. And, and you're doing it because you truly have a passion to it. Now, here, I've, I've, I have I want to ask you this. Where did you get the title of this book? And what, the, what does it mean? Who the F are you? Shift your life. Because it, it's an okay. eye-opener, just looking at it.
2: Yeah, it's a disruptor. It's meant to disrupt. It's meant to make you stop and think, right? So who the F are you, of course, is, it's it's a shocking title, but that's exactly what it's meant for, right? Who the F are you? We talked about it earlier, stepping into who you were born to be, who you are meant to be. Shift your identity, shift your life. Is, is the actual full um, title. And that's exactly what I wrote the book for, so that people can shift that story that they've previously bought into, that identity that they previously, you know, also bought, and then shift their life, you know. The the title itself is is, yes, it's a shocking, stopping disruptor, but the actual F word is a play on words. To be fair, because if you actually read the book, all throughout the book, there's random pages that just have very, very positive F words. So people always think it means the you know F bomb, and of course, in some respects, it does. But but yeah,
1: you and I both have heard that. I I, I received it from people that I thought loved me, who who mm. the F am I, who the F am I to write a book, who the F, yeah. F am I, who's going to listen to my podcast, who, who wants to hear me speak, who the F are you?
2: Yeah, so what have you got I, to say to anyone? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And that yeah. is, it's an
2: absolute play on that both who the F are you, like, who do you think you are? And who are you going to be? Who do you need to become in order to create the life you really truly desire?
1: Now you and I know what shift means because we all need to shift, we all need to grow. We we all have to take that. But but for is this book for somebody that's never done personal development or can they do it? Can they pick up the book? Cuz usually shift yeah. is like it, it it's it's very deep if you don't if if you're not immersed into personal Of development. course
2: shifting your identity, there's a lot that goes into that because most people think they can't change their identity, right? So there's a huge section on that part. But anyone can pick up this book and it's designed in such a way where it goes in, into what you can do to look at your your points over your past, look at what you want in the future, and then it brings everything right back to the present. So it's, it's designed in a way where you can pick and choose... What bits are actually relevant to you?
1: Mm-hmm. Now, who the F were you to, to write two books?
2: <laughs> who the F was I to write two books and, and launch a Mindset Mastery Summit with 36 And a TV channel. And launch a TV channel. This little girl from Glasgow in Scotland, Omar. Um, I'm me. That's the answer I give to that. I'm me. I am exactly who I'm meant to be. And I, I wrote these books because I wanted to share my story. I wanted to help people not fall into as many pitfalls as I did. You know, I had a lot of crap happen in my background and learned to actually love myself after that. Change my life around. And I really wanted to bring that message and that impact and that help to other people that, that, you know, can bypass some of the mistakes, some of the decisions that I made and move their life along further, faster.
1: You know, that 13 year old girl in Scotland, if we had a time machine, you would definitely blow her mind, right? She would, she wouldn't think, think of you as a, two time author that you you can host webinars from people billionaires from millionaires from people all, all over the world and a TV channel I know,
2: I know when I think of it like you guys the the speakers that got involved in mindset mastery oh my gosh like i my heart is still so full every time i i, I listen i think about it cuz yeah I have a couple of billionaires on there. I have a few millionaires. I have some people that have been in the industry that have changed their lives around from homeless to millionaire. You know, you're on there, of course. <laughs> oh, there's, <laughs> there's some there. incredible people, right? It's quite mind blowing. You're right.
1: That 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 shows you that it, you know, it what stops people is they quit dreaming. I mean, that that 13 year old girl in Scotland. She never stopped dreaming, did she?
2: No. No, never. My And my dreams are even bigger than they ever were before. No.
1: <laughs> and, and I know your mom's up, the, up there in heaven. She's very proud of you, for sure.
2: Thank you. Oh, you got me all emotional now.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, I know she'd want me to tell you that, that she's proud of you, proud of the journey, proud of the work, proud of... And and I know you're think about that. Your your three sons got to see a young woman accomplish huge goals. Now that 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 you you set a very high bar and a high standard for them.
2: (laughs) My three sons and now my 10-year-old daughter, right? She is, oh my gosh, she's just because she's never known anything but my my journey since she was born, right? My boys have seen a lot of the struggle and a lot of the ups and downs, but my daughter has been immersed in personal development and coaching and motivational events since the day she was born. (laughs) But
1: but that's what we're supposed to do. Uh, Yeah. Both my daughters, 16 and 14, that's, they know the possibilities are endless. Endless. Yeah, both. Both their parents are immersed in personal development, business development, uh, graduates of Anthony Robbins University. And, you know, we've w- taken them to seminars. We've taken them to 210 X's. And, you know, th- that's what the difference between, well, your mom believed in you, which yeah. that that's mind blowing. Like the where I, I grew up because, you know, a lot of people, my first boss thought everybody in Miami was in Miami Vice that we all drove $100,000 cars. He literally told me that, that I should go back to yeah. my house. And I'm like, wow, man. You oh, listen, to-
2: I, I've had people accuse me of when I used to travel a lot for business and, you know, go out to China and go out to, to, to various different countries. I even have members of my family accusing me of being a drug mule. Apparently, yeah. that was the only way I could possibly afford to do all of those things, right?
1: <laughs> but, but when you have... When, when you quit dreaming, you only think of very few options. Yeah. They they don't understand that even with a late start right now, what's stopping them from being successful?
2: Yeah. Only themselves?
1: Yeah. There's there's no age limit. You no. you can be a billionaire in your early 20s or Shh. you you can start late. It's not yeah. how you start, it's how you finish.
2: Yeah, some people started doing what they're doing now when they were in their 60s, 70s, 80s.
1: Exactly. That's so when they're like, oh, you know, you're lucky or you're doing something wrong, the question should be what can I do right now Yeah. to change my circumstances? Yeah. It's not too late. I'm alive. God gave me another day to be the best version yeah. of who I can possibly be. Yeah. What can I do today? And if I do the same thing or even greater tomorrow and the following day and be consistent, who can I be? Whose lives can I change in a positive yeah. way?
2: Choices, you know, and the very, very simple way to answer that is just choose. Choose to do it. Choose to do it and with love and with absolute obsession.
1: Well, we all have choices. People can choose. Yeah. They, they can watch. The movies they can go to netflix they they can watch the hulu or or they they can watch your your channel yeah. uh, positive to open a, a positive mindset it we all yeah. have choices it's yeah. like we, we chose to go to the anthony robbins seminar we we could have chose a different path we could have chose that that's a weekend you we just blew away a weekend of drinking of partying of doing yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: yeah, fourteen-hour days, exhausted. Don't even know your own mind by the end. It,
1: it, exactly, or or like what he says, just one more thing, and one more thing for the man. But but that shows you he's living in his purpose. That even mm-hmm. the older he gets, he's still filled with energy. When you yeah. see Warren Buffett and his business partner Charlie Munger in their nineties, and they're yeah. working. It's not that they're working. It's that when you are doing what you were meant to be, God, the universe, gives you the amount of energy because there's people, oh, my gosh, I've, I put in my 40 hours. I need my weekend. <laughs> but you barely did anything at work. It's because you're yeah. not doing really what you're meant to be. And exactly. And feel, they feel exhausted. It's because they just, they're wasting, they're withering their life away.
2: Yeah, so true, Omar.
1: I, I know you're horrible at, at, at promoting, but what, what, what is it? But you're going you like to make me do it, right? Yeah, of course. I'm a capitalist, 100% capitalism, baby. So what would you like to promote?
2: All of it, Omar. Oh, my gosh.
1: You have an open platform. You have an open forum.
2: Oh, gosh. If not, not, only do my... I learn,
1: not only do I learn. This is why I do podcasts. So I, I can learn from people. Because you know, success leaves clues. So I love to interview people. I love to write down notes. I love to hear it over and over. Not because I I know how I speak. I've lived with myself for almost 49 years, but just to hear what the other person says. And then two, they can promote all they want. So that like this is your time. This is your chance. You want to promote your books or or you wanna I know your 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 master, your summit comes up again in October, right?
2: October 27th to 30th, yeah. You can either visit Mindset Mastery summit.com or you can visit michelle life. You will find out all the information. My books are on there. The summit is on there. The TV channel will be on there. Of course, if you're just interested in the TV channel, you can go to Amazon Fire and Roku.
1: Now, what's the best way to, to find you on social media too? To look at your Instagram,
2: your Michelle Marguerite Marquez, Facebook same, LinkedIn same.
1: Look at that! You see, it wasn't that hard to promote, right?
2: It's. I know it's not that hard.
1: And you know <laughs> what? You you literally. I, I I have to say, if there's a in a dictionary, and I opened it up, and there was a on the definition of what if it did work, it would be you. And your mother at an early age, always asking yourself, you know, what if it did work? And like I said, I I know your mom's looking down your biggest fan saying, hey, show show them that 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 little girl in Scotland can have a a network.
2: Yeah. Show them what you got.
1: (laughs) Do you have any last words, any important words that you would love to tell everybody?
2: Oh, you're turning my technique around on me now, Omar. Um, I would say make the choices. Know that your dreams are worthwhile. Know that you are very, very worthy. Know that you have gifts to bring to the world. And really, truly, if you don't bring them to the world, you're not doing yourself yourself or giving yourself the value that you really deserve to bring to the world.
1: Amen. I completely agree with you 100%. Thank you. And, you know, thank you for having me. The The pleasure, the privilege was all mine to be part of the
2: mastery. Oh, thank you. And we we did a very good interview, guys. You should go look it up.
1: Definitely, definitely not, not because I'm biased, but I, I think it was great. <laughs> well, I I, I could speak with you for a, a million, I can speak you to with you for another hour or two, but I, I, I noticed people don't like it when we go over and but over out, the time.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah,
1: yeah, no people. Oh, I don't have time for an hour and a half. I, I have an hour and a half to watch a movie uh, on Netflix, but not to listen to your podcast. So you know we're, we're we're hitting our limits and plus I'm an overachiever so I have to tape another one in like 20 minutes so okay i, I love you thank you for for being on my podcast
2: thank you for having me thanks omar Mwah.
1: i never told no one that How do you get influencers to talk about your business? AccessMyNetwork.com Collaborate with industry-leading influencers on social media when you sign up. AccessMyNetwork.com Start your brand awareness campaigns and generate leads. AccessMyNetwork.com
0: I never told no one that My whole life I've been holding back Every time I load my gun up so I can shoot for the stars I hear a voice like Think you are. negative thoughts come to mind when i start thinking bold like why you chasing dreams aren't you getting kind of old Woo. i knew i needed help i had no self-confidence then believe in myself i try not to feel or listen to my intuition to start a business but before i even started i feel like it's finished you got a vision and let me say I don't care if they're your blood got the same DNA they can't feel how you feel they can't see what you see wanna change your life you gotta change the way you think the thoughts in your mind is the boss of your life nothing but good vibes everyday I'm thinking like what is the d word? what if you took action and made it happen and started living inside of your purpose if it d word? right now you can make the choice to never listen to that negative voice no more the heart is prison to a Escape is our own mind. I was trapped inside that prison all oh, for a long time. To make it happen, you gotta take action. Just imagine what if it did work.